Hi, my name is Tani and welcome to Virtual Besties. Every week we'll hang out to chat about personal growth, mental health, entrepreneurship, women empowerment, relationships, spirituality, books, and you name it. We'll talk about all things oozing with love and soul. Together, we will dive deeper and discover tools to reinvent and improve yourself to help you live the life of your dreams. Let's start. Hi, besties. Welcome to the show. I am recording a few days after Christmas and a few days before New Year, and I wish that you had a soul-enriching Christmas despite our current situation. I, on the other hand, had the most peaceful and beautiful Christmas in my entire existence, probably because the stores are closed and the pressure to buy presents for our loved ones wasn't too much. And since we have to stay at home, there was really nothing to absorb those emotions and energy from. I know, empath problems. But first, I'd like to... Thank you for being here and gifting me your time by listening to what I have to say. This is just the third episode and the podcast is just 11 days old, but it is already growing. Thank you so much for sharing your precious time with me, for downloading and for listening. It means a lot to me and it is the most priceless gift anyone can give me. 2020, what a year. I know, and you're probably going to roll your eyes at me or even attack me for saying that this year has been truly meaningful for me because of all the healing and alignment that has been taking place. This is actually not what I had in mind when I claimed that last year will be, or this year will be my year. I said and I claimed that 2020 is my year. I had something major in my mind like getting proposed to, being married soon, and publishing my first book. But my three expectations for 2020 didn't happen and it has been quite a lot to take in, not just the challenges of the pandemic. But I realized that maybe this has happened because I wasn't so clear on what I truly wanted to to have or to achieve and maybe that's why the universe gave me what my heart couldn't really say like peace growth healing because probably they are what I desperately and genuinely needed but along with all the losses came the reality the realization that there is so much that I also don't like to carry with me in the coming year this episode I will be talking about the th- the 10 things I will leave in 2020. Let me go straight to number one, my fear of speaking up. I have been scared all my life to speak up no matter how talkative I am. Throughout the years, I have learned to only say what will, what will make other people feel good even if I have been dying inside or have died inside countless times. I was scared to speak my truth because I was scared to be alone, to be branded as disrespectful, know-it-all, or even rude. Many times, I have regretted speaking up because they always backfired. But the point came where I also need to put my own needs first because doing otherwise to make other people comfortable made me lose myself and my zest for life many many times 
this has to stay in 2020. And also, I noticed that the people who are still around after I spoke my truth are the people who are meant to stay in my life. Number two, putting my needs and myself last. I will never be a good daughter, a good partner, a good person, or even a good friend if I feel like shit. But why did I allow myself to feel like to feel like shit the whole time just to make sure other people wouldn't? Why did I allow that? To be loved? To be liked? To feel that I matter to and cared for? In my culture, putting yourself first is called selfishness. We don't seem to know nor to understand what self-love and self-care is. All we seem to care for is to have more money, money fast, and change the qualities of our lives so we are willing to run even on empty. And I truly cannot blame us for having this kind of mindset. For the longest time, I ran on empty because I know that I am not selfish and I never wanted to be branded as selfish. So I continued putting my own needs last, even if I was already carrying a burden of my own. And even if I couldn't seem to carry my own baggage alone, I helped and helped and gave and gave, even if I got nothing in return. I never expected anything in return because I was happy to give, but I realized that takers don't have limit. So as a giver, I must set the limit even if guilt and shame are also going to be a very heavy burden. I needed to ask myself a lot of questions like, until when am I willing to feel like shit? Even if there's guilt and shame, I realized it feels better to give myself the love I expect and only give from what is overflowing or already an excess than give away what I myself also need. I realized that putting others, whether job, relationship, or even family, first, they tend to, when, when, we, when I did that or when I do that, they tend to take me for granted because they know that I will always stay. This has to stay in 2020. Number three, my poor eating habits. I am an emotional eater and you'll clearly see how I am feeling depending on the weight I have gained. The bigger I am, the more emotional issues I am carrying or maybe refusing to address. I reached a point where I was 225 pounds, but I have lost nearly half of it. But I didn't notice that this year I have probably gained all them back due to stress, overwhelm, fears, and other more negative emotions I was feeling. Food was the only thing that felt good safe, home, and warm. 
I would finish a bag of chips in one sitting after staring at my computer screen for a period of time. I would eat anything I could grab without thinking of the impact on my health, weight, and appearance since I was already in a serious serious relationship. I thought it didn't matter anymore. I was too complacent. Instead, I hustled for my dreams every waking hour and ate and snacked in between and even before I went to bed. Even if I knew how certain food make me feel and even if I knew how certain food would make me look like. I ignored all of them just to feel a little better. After the breakup, I could hardly look at the mirror that I never really knew how I looked anymore because I was already on my personal growth journey. I already know what I truly wanted to do with my life, so I also know that my looks don't matter to me anymore. When I decided to take a break to fully heal, I told myself that it's okay. I will do what my body wants me to do until it has recovered. I will do what my heart wants me to do until it has recovered. I focused on my healing and I gave myself the time to grieve. Even if a huge part of that grieving period was feeling guilty that I was eating way too much and moving so little. I told myself, it's okay. I spoke to myself a lot like how I wanted to be spoken to. After maybe three or four months when I felt that I was already recovering and doesn't feel as bad as, as, bad as the previous days anymore, I took my sports clothes out. They hardly fit. And I started with walking for just 10 minutes every day. I also changed the food that I am consuming. I didn't really do so much workout nor do hardcore diet the way how the way I did and the way the way I lost nearly half of my weight but a part of my healing journey is healing my relationship with with food. I told myself I didn't gain all this weight in just 3 months so I need not kill myself in trying to lose them in just 3 months. I am changing my lifestyle and I am listening very well to my emotions and why I am craving for a certain food. If I still crave for something, I give in. I pacify that little tantruming kid in me, but I make sure to dig deep and reflect in which way have I not shown myself the kindness I need for that little craving to creep in. Number four that I'm going to leave in 2020 is forcing myself to be creative. My journey has a face and I am now not ashamed to admit that I have just entered the spiritual phase. And what I'm doing is not just personal growth anymore. In my personal growth phase... I was exaggeratedly mindful and 
and how I use my time to be productive. So I scheduled every single task that I needed to do and every deadline I have set for myself. To me, not sticking to what I want to accomplish is procrastinating. Even if I was already close to passing out and even if I needed to eat more than what my body needed to function well. When I took my time to pause, I realized I need not force my creative self to step in and work. I must respect it when it says no and patiently wait for it to show up and enjoy the flow. It took time to accept that I am in no means participating in any race anymore. Showing up for myself and being fully present in the moment gives me more satisfying out- outputs than when I am forcing myself to create just because I must create something. Number five, my self-limiting beliefs. I never felt good enough to pursue something I am passionate about. The not confident child in me that always seeks validation and assurance before I continue and share my work out in the open. I also allowed the fear of not having enough money and the fact that starting from scratch will take a really long time to start earning decent money. I allowed my fear to stop me from leaving, having an abundance mindset. I always listen to that little voice that whispers, what if you fail? Me? Fail? Have I not failed when I quit my job with no savings nor plans? Have I not failed when I allowed other people to Tell me how I should live my life. Have I not failed when I chose to settle for what's available, fast and instant, instead of going for what I truly want? Have I not failed when I didn't even try? What will I still lose? My work is for myself, for my creativity, for my growth, for my self-expression, and a product of my soul. I am sharing it to the world without any expectations of the people accepting and loving it the way I enjoy doing it. I am publishing them out in the open as a sign of letting them go. While keeping personal and emotional stuff private should always be exercised, People have different ways of coping. And for me, creativity and self-expression is my way of releasing them. I feel no more shame in embracing my gifts and using my talents. Number six on my list of the things that I'm going to leave in 2020 is my fear of taking space. I noticed that I have always apologized, even for the littlest things that 
I know that are not even my fault. I always apologized as if I am not entitled to take up space and as if I didn't have the right to exist. Do I not matter to? Do I not deserve to be happy to? I have always accepted less than what I know I deserve, even if I know that I deserve more. This is the last year that I will accept anything less than I know I deserve. Number seven, my being judgmental. While it is so easy to have an uh, opinion about everything by just basing on how they look from the outside, I am doing my best to veer away from giving less thought of comments without trying to step back a little or hover to see things from a different point of view. I've got my lowest lows to thank for wanting to fully understand myself, to be able to also fully understand other people and their struggles to first explain themselves and second, why they behave such way. Number eight, rushing and always finding where the shortcut is. I didn't realize right away that I have rebooted my life the moment I kissed the rat race goodbye without plans nor money. If it took me years to finally figure out what I wanted to do with my life, I wondered why I even wondered why everything feels slow and why despite knowing what I should do to get there, I am struggling so much in executing them. Expectation versus reality memes are real and it takes quite a long time to make myself accept that it is actually the journey, the little moments and the waiting and the mistakes, the failures that truly equip me to proceed to the next round. And it's just so strange for me that realization realization that actually things are, are not getting easier. I must only learn to accept that there is no shortcut and that I can't rush the process. This thinking needs to stay in 2020. Number nine close-mindedness. I have the tendency to dismiss ideas, words, suggestions uh, upon hearing them and if I have that if I have the feeling that they contradict mine because probably I always wanted what I know and what I found to be great only to realize later on that doing that conti- continuously actually stops me from learning something new, which I always say I want to do. This coming year, I will be more open and listen more to, so I can stop only repeating what I know. 
Number 10. Saying no less and explaining myself too much. Explaining myself too much. That's another disease. I have a very bad habit of elaborating myself when I say no. And saying no has been, not just in saying no, but my fear of being misunderstood. And especially when I say no, it is really difficult for me because I couldn't handle guilt and shame very well. I have this feeling that if I say no, I feel like I am being difficult and ungrateful. I'd say yes, even if it's inconvenient for me just to please someone. It is hard to do that because I always think what would the other person feel if I'm going to put myself in that person's situation. And so these are the 10 things that I am leaving in 2020. What about you, bestie? What are you going to leave in 2020? Let's be Insta besties and DM me your thoughts, questions, and topic suggestions. We can even talk about it on the podcast. Also, have you claimed your free planners, which you can use to schedule and give your goals and dreams a deadline to make sure that you're going to achieve them? If not, simply head over to www.virtualbesties.com, leave your email address, and your six free planners should be delivered via email. And did you know that blogging is a very good way to express yourself and have a passive income? If you want to get started and looking for a web hosting company, try SiteGround. I host my two blogs with them, and even if I'd call myself a technically impaired blogger, I am very happy with their very easy-to-navigate system. You can use my affiliate link, which you can find on the show notes. Wishing you a happy new year. Until then, bestie! Thanks for tuning in. For more personal development tools and inspiring stories, or if you want to start your own personal growth, blogging journey, or to stay up to date with latest episodes, visit thisvillagegirl.com or virtualbesties.com. Leave your email address to receive notifications and free planners. If you have a burning story to tell or a guest suggestion for the podcast, you can submit your article or proposals to danny at thisvillagegirl.com. Details are in the show notes or simply head over to thisvillagegirl.com or virtualbesties.com. See you next week!